Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. Do you charge by the hour? Oh, it's such a popular question amongst cleaning service owners. And it's a point of contention as well. I'm going to read to you an article that I wrote for my own solo cleaning company blog, Carfagno Cleaning. And I encourage you to check out my cleaning website as well for other ideas on how you could build an optimizer's website. So if you haven't checked out my personal Carfagno Cleaning website, go check it out. It's linked in the show notes. Before I read this article from my cleaning website, let me share a funny papers edition. All right, I'm not sure why I'm sharing this one. I put it on my list and I just thought it was just kind of interesting because my oldest son is 16 years old now and we talk about real life stuff. And he asked me questions beyond just how did I meet his mom, but what was I thinking when I was his age and about dating and getting married and starting a life. Like We talk about stuff. It's really awesome to have a young man in the family that I get to do man training with. So I told him, I said, Kenny, do you know that I've actually done two wedding proposals? And he says, really? Wait, you weren't married before mom? I said, no, I wasn't married before mom, but I did do two proposals. He's wondering, like, did you get turn down the first one because that's maybe what you're asking and the answer is no I was actually accepted on my proposals twice you wonder how that happened I'll give you the quick version and it's just a funny little story I told my son I thought you'd get a kick out of this but it also shares a little bit of vulnerability now going through high school I've already shared in a previous episode living with Tourette syndrome that I was shy through high school and yes I had a few girlfriends but I didn't have any deep, meaningful relationships. And I wasn't a person of faith either. And so it just wasn't in the cards for me, so to speak. I didn't think I was going to get married one day. I mean, I wanted to, but I just didn't know. And then I'm also in the back of my mind, well, if I do get married, I'm never getting divorced. So I had that in my mind because my parents and all types of people in my family were all divorced. So had a lot of issues with that. So In college, I loosened up a bit more. As you can imagine, going to college, I went to Penn State. I was in fraternity. So I did have more girlfriends in college and whatnot, but I still wasn't having any deep, meaningful relationships until I met my wife, Teresa. Now, before that, I did have some really good friends that were kind of like friends that are sort of girlfriends, sort of friends. Well, one of my friends, her name is Jenna, and we've been friends for a long time. I haven't spoken to her in a while. So Jenna and I and some other friends were out at a college party walking around the streets afterward. And, of course, we're just talking and saying dumb stuff. Maybe we had a couple beers. And, yes, I was of age. I think I was actually probably just turned 21. And Jenna was 19. And I just sensed in my heart that, you know what? I'm never going to get married, am I? I'm going to always have shallow relationships, good friends. But I'm never going to get married, am I? And I just turned to Jenna and I said, Jenna, I have a proposal for you. She says, okay, what is it, Ken? I said, how about this? In 10 years from now, we'll live our life. If by 10 years we're not married, let's get married to each other. And she says, yeah, that's a good idea, Ken. I'm in. (laughs) That was my first proposal. And she said, yes. (laughs) Turn the clock ahead. Four years later, 
I'm with my sweetheart, Teresa, and I finally have a deep, meaningful relationship. And I'm 25 years old, and I go all out on the most amazing proposal. And that's not by my opinion. That's what she said. The most amazing proposal that she's ever had. (laughs) And it's her only one. (laughs) But I had set up different colored themes with roses. So there was like peach for friendship. I think yellow was gratitude. Then red was love. Pink was like, oh, I forget the colors now. I'll have to look them up. But each color had a theme. And I put themes and little cards that I had handmade. I had songs prepared. I was singing and I was doing all these things at each station on the beach. She had no idea what was happening. And at the very end with the red flowers, kind of gave her a little dupe and faked her out. And then when she turned around, I'm on my knees. And oh, it was just awesome. And of course, she said yes, and that was my real proposal, my second proposal. I joked with my son. I said, this is the real one. The first one was a joke. But to him, he's like, oh, I get it. And then he said, so that was a couple years later. Whatever happened to Jenna? And I said, sadly, we're past the 10-year mark. I'm 43, (laughs) and so she's 42, and she's not married, and she doesn't have any kids. So she went into the corporate world, independent woman, and had boyfriends off and on, and I don't think she ever got married, last I checked. So to each their own, I'm just so thankful that I found my wife. But it was a kind of a funny story because, yes, I did do two proposals. So there you go, Kenny. And to anyone out there interested in that, that's how that went down. All right, Solo Cleaners, let's get back to the topic at hand. Do you charge by the hour? Here's the article that I wrote on my cleaning blog on February the 5th, 2021. Here's my answer. No, I don't. I am heavily involved in the cleaning industry as a mentor and consultant. I literally see this question playing out so many times. What's the problem? Cleaning is a service business. Many consumers have been trained that service business is charged by the hour. These consumers also have very strong notions of what cleaning should cost per hour. Here's an example. I'm a nurse and earn $50 per hour. Nursing is way more valuable than cleaning, so cleaning shouldn't cost more than $30 per hour. Here's another. I'm a teacher and I earn about $30 per hour. Teaching is more valuable than cleaning, so cleaning shouldn't cost more than $15 per hour. Each person creates a measuring stick for what cleaning is worth based on how much they earn. This is natural. Let's keep walking down this path, shall we? So I can show you the problem with this price strategy. The nurse finds a cleaner for $30 per hour and works out a house cleaning every other week for three hours. The nurse is budgeting $90 per visit or $180 per month. The cleaner does a good job and completes the house in three hours and the nurse is happy. Sometimes the house is dirtier than usual from a Thanksgiving party or guests. The cleaner does not finish the house in three hours. In fact, it takes four hours. The cleaner feels awkward to charge the extra $30, but knows she needs to. The customer acts like a track coach with a stopwatch. Click, 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 making sure she is getting her money's worth. If the cleaner takes longer than three hours, she gets irritated with having to pay more or simply won't pay more. Over a period of time, the cleaner gets faster at cleaning the house and finishes it in two hours and 30 minutes. Good job, cleaner. The cleaner still wants the $90 because they did the whole house. But the customer only pays them $75 
as she perceives a great bargain. Oh, they got it done faster. 30 bucks an hour, 75 bucks. Good for me. Bad for them. Now we have tension between the customer and the cleaner. The cleaner is upset because she doesn't get paid for the extra time when it takes longer and it gets short-changed when she is faster. The customer is upset now because she has to monitor every minute with her track coach stopwatch. Nobody wants tension in a cleaner-client relationship. When you price by the hour with house cleaning, it's hard to create the win-win. The client doesn't want to pay more than they budgeted, and they are always looking to pay less. Therefore, they watch the cleaner and the clock. It adds stress to the client when the whole goal was to delegate cleaning and remove it from their plate in every sense of the word, remove, mentally, emotionally, physically. The cleaner loses all incentive to work more efficiently as they'll lose money and they'll get stressed when the house takes longer. Plus, they feel pressure when they know the client is watching them and the clock. Click, 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 click. Can you see this playing out? What's the solution? Charge by the job, silly rabbit. The cleaner needs to be good with their numbers, first of all, and how to estimate jobs correctly. They visit your house or office and assess by asking questions. Then the cleaner formulates multiple price options for your job. The price is a set price. You choose the price option that achieves your goal. It gets done every time with excellence and you don't have to worry about how long it takes. If the cleaner takes longer, they don't charge you more. If they take less and the quality is still great, they're out of your house faster. Many homeowners want this, especially in this environment with COVID. They don't have to carry a stopwatch. This is a win for the customer. The cleaner can get faster over time while maintaining quality. This is great for them as it allows them to add more clients and make more money. This is a win for the cleaner. Do you see it? Win, win. There is one more piece to address. What about the nurse and the teacher and their perception of what things should cost? When you price by the hour, they naturally compare to what they make. This is not healthy. If you charge by the job, they choose the price they want to pay. If they choose a bi-weekly house cleaning for $150 per visit, they would ask themselves the question, I won't have to clean anymore and save all those hours. Plus, the house will be clutter-free. Is that worth $150 per visit? They are no longer comparing the price of cleaning to them but rather to what the cleaning is worth to them. In summary, I charge by the job, and I highly recommend you form win-win partnerships with your cleaner by choosing to price by the job. Wasn't that a nifty article that I wrote? Do you like that? It's right there on my Carfagno Cleaning website again. I encourage you to go check it out. It's called The Learning Hub. There's a whole bunch of articles. And I don't mind if you borrow an article. Just give me a backlink. Reference me. Give me credit. But if you want to use one of my articles, I don't mind if you quote unquote borrow it. But again, just give me credit for it. Did this episode generate any questions for you, Mr. or Mrs. Podcast listener? Would you like to schedule a free call with me? I do a lot, one 30-minute slot per week 
to connect with podcast listeners, to answer some questions, maybe give some quick coaching. I mean, it's not an hour phone call, but it is a chance just for us to connect and say, hi, I love to get to meet you out there. So if that's of interest to you, you want to connect with me, just go to the bottom of my Solo Cleaning School Elite Membership registration page, which is linked in the show notes, and schedule a time to chat with me. I look forward to connecting. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.